It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off The Leash. Molly Haynes and Georgie Ferruja join me on this Tuesday afternoon. Welcome back to you, Molly. Thank you very much. Look, I have to say, at least the sun's out this morning, but yep. I am still cold, I have to say that. Well, Where this from? afternoon now. <laughs> from Perth, was it cold? Perth, no, I'm cold now. Oh, okay. I'm cold at the moment. Oh, she's it's... whinging already. She's oh, whinging already and gloating it's... outside about yeah. WA winning back-to-back uh, -back <laughs> sprint championship. Georgie Fridgey, good, good afternoon. Good afternoon, mate. How are you? Good, thank you. So let's talk about the Nationals to kick it all off. And unfortunately, it wasn't the night the Victorians were hoping for and it didn't start well, really, did it, with Tornado Tears finishing second in the Stays final and... When you were, I was watching that race on Sky Racing 1, I thought, oh, how far does he win? And then it was like, um, and then like he was down the back and you think, is he mucking around with him, Batman? Is he playing games with us? And he just did not want to go around Greyhounds. Never does, or he hasn't in the last six months, has he? Uh, no, and I think he just looks to the fence, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's not as invincible as he once was, uh, that's for sure. And when you let a greyhound like Reedy's runner uh, high roll, uh, and he was that close, he's yeah. such a strong WA greyhound, he was always going to be hard to run down, wasn't he? That he is. Look, it was the atmosphere when Reedy's runner won this race was ridiculous. There weren't too many people on course. There was still a good crowd, but they, they were yelling, they were screaming, yeah. and everyone was fist-pumping Christine as she walked by, and... Look, this was a really special win for Christine Bennett. This is her first Group 1 win, and she actually received this dog um, after one of uh, WA's greats, uh, Keith Harding, passed away. So she received this dog after that, and, you know, at 12 months of age, she said even then he was showing something, and she is so excited by this dog, and I was just honoured to be able yeah. to be there on course and be you, a part of it. You wonder if Keith played a part there. He's a Hall of Famer in WA with Greyhound Racing. He's been... Well, he was a legend of the sport and yep. until he lost his life maybe a couple of years ago. But Christine Bennett, I think, has only got six greyhounds in work and she trains in the middle of nowhere in WA and she doesn't speak to the media. <laughs> I tried to get her on this show. Well, look, but I've uh, these are the you, stories, don't they? These are the stories <laughs> that we love. Did she speak to you? Do you know what she did? I actually oh. jumped on. Um, she, she wouldn't talk to Sky Channel originally and I jumped in and I said, look, maybe give me a go. See, see if I can um, you know, put the mo Molly touch on it. And Chris, I did manage to sit down with Christine and have a chat and it was just... I enjoy talking to people. I feel like, I suppose I'm a, a really, I feel special to be a part of it. And I feel yeah. honoured. But being there and um, interviewing someone who I grew up with, it's just like when I interviewed Linda after she won the National Sprint last year. It brought a tear to my eye. And I don't like to pride myself on emotion. <laughs> but I <laughs> think was, that's uh, what makes racing so great. It's the emotion of it and what it means to people like Christina Bennett and Chris Holes, who was so proud after he was awarded the best trainer, basically, in Australia at the awards night there on Friday night in Perth. These people, first of all, what you learn when you follow this sport and you get to know the participants, number one, that they love their greyhound. The greyhounds mean everything to them. They don't care if they, well, they care if they win a race or not, but they make sure that that dog, win, lose or draw, gets home, has a feed, maybe a soft serve and has as much love as they would give to their own children. That's the, the, the number one aspect that I quickly learnt when you talk to these greyhound trainers. So you make some really good points there, Molly. Quickly on Premier Share, too strong in the end. Yep. But we had a chat about it, didn't we, on Friday, Georgie, that Campini, if it gains a start, could, now he, he did whack into Premier Share at the start, but he did bring down 
our girl, Black of course, opium. Black Opium. Yeah, yeah, he did. And uh, Premier Share's runs uh, leading up to that have been outstanding, 2960-odd. Yep. And good odds Zorada really run up to his trial. Mm. He did everything he could to win that race, but, but couldn't. And um, there's rumours that Peter O'Neill poured some Gatorade over his head when WA went back-to-back. I could have missed it, but I, di- I didn't see that. Look, it was a, it was a huge run, and, and everyone, like, same with Christine, they were all cheering this Greyhound home, and it was a huge effort. Another really special win, too. This this litter was pr- practically hand reared by Chris's mum, um, Jeannie. Now Jeannie's uh, husband and Chris's um, father passed away around a year ago, so Jeannie kind of took it upon herself to to look after this litter of pups. So there were tears all round when it came to Premium Share winning, and it was just such a special night. And uh, how good was Shared Equity, her mum, as a oh, chaser? Ballarat uh, Cup winner. She yeah. was, and out of the line of Miata too. You just can't go wrong with this line. It is so strong, and as a breeder, if you can get your hands on a sister or a female out of this Miata line. You just need to get it. You need to pay mm. the money because this line just keeps throwing. I think well, I we've got one. one for Sandown in the draft. Here we go. We've got Lock Freddy, a daughter Look of Miata. Um, the other thing, this is the second time WA have gone back to back. Of course, yeah. Sandy's my mum winning uh, two in a row national sprint championships. It's just unheard of. And they're having a really good run at the moment. So well done. And just on Reedy's runner quickly, sorry, yeah. Gareth, um, goes back to a, a famous, famous Hall of Fame chaser called Flying Amy in his yeah. direct dam line who won a national sprint championship. Uh, who had a half-sister, Baronia Blossom, who won two national distance championships. I mean, it just pedigree means everything this year. Do you think Peter O'Neill was excited calling the action (laughs) there at Kennington? Look, I think so. He's definitely one of the best in the business. There is no doubt about that. The emotion that he shows when it comes to these these race calls, he's just got got the magic touch, I have to say. It was a bittersweet night for him because he's a Mad Eagles (laughs) fan and the Hawks uh, stitched him up on Saturday night. No no one was talking about that, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) but I, I think the race call needs to be a little bit biased yeah. in those calls for the Nationals because there's a pointed out a few times it's state v state yeah. and it's the bragging rights and obviously Pete O'Neill is a very proud Western Australian yeah. so he was up and about and it was a terrific night. Was it a success? What about the Friday night, the awards there? That was, I have to say and I shouldn't but it was the best gala night I have been a part of. They put on, like I'm a huge Greatest Showman, huge Hugh Jackman fan, you name it and this was Amazing! Everyone's jaw was just dropped. The da- there were dancers, there were singers, there was just everything, and it was you almost forgot you're a part of greyhound racing for the for the start of it, and then all of a sudden it kicked into into the greyhound racing action. So Friday night was ridiculously good. Okay, we need to move on. What about the Waterloo Cup? Now this is nearly as old as Georgie Ferrugia. This oh, race, I don't right. know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it is Victoria's oldest race. <laughs> yeah, Aston Bingtang came away with the win. It's, so this greyhound course six times over the weekend and this he's only 18 months old have you had much have you watched this dog go around on on the circle or even at heelsville george yeah i have because i followed the breeding barsha bale had a fantastic dotty she broke a track record on debut at dapto so the pedigree is certainly there yeah yeah so this aston bingtang's trained by paula bella um owned and bred by ray border now um paul did say this was the biggest race of of his career and it was i suppose he didn't really realize what was involved in winning a waterloo cup but he told me um, just on the phone this morning he slept very well Saturday and Sunday night. It is a huge effort and he's got great respect um, for anyone who does go coursing. But what I love to come out of this Waterloo Cup series is the winner gets an automatic berth into the Hillsville Cup heats and Paul did confirm the dog pulled up fantastic and he will be in those Hillsville Cup heats. And he has run 1910 at Hillsville already. Exactly. So he'll be in it up to his And it was a slow track too, I have to say. Mm. So there's no doubt this dog can run. 
Hillsville's been in the news of late. Yeah, sh- that's this straight track, track race, right? <laughs> It's bigger than the circle these days. <laughs> it well, is. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Breaking, breaking the track record, uh, Peter Gallo, so it's fantastic. Just want to mention the Sharps. Their first ever treble at a Metropolitan meeting last Thursday night yep. at Sandown. Great to see. And we had Jason Sharp on the show on the Thursday, and he gave us a couple of winners. Um, but it was great to see. So well done. Only uh, a young training partnership. Yeah, they've yeah. only been training, I think, six six or seven years. They've won a Hillsville yeah. Cup. Last year, um, with Crew to Mayhem, he was practically a veteran when he won the Hillsville yeah. Cup. But yeah, no, a great training effort. They've, got, by they've them. only got really big now, haven't they? Yeah, like in the last couple of they years, do have so. numbers, but yeah. yeah, they haven't been training that long. So good on them. Now, yep. Molly, I love Fernando Bale. I know you do. <laughs> and he was crowned the country's best ever sire there on uh, Friday night over there in Perth, and we have a special guest now on the line. We do, Paul. Welcome to Off the Leash. Thanks, Molly. Thanks, and hi, Gary. Hey, Paul. Congratulations, mate. First of all, what a greyhound! Well, first, he was a star on the track. He won every big sprinting race here in in this country. But do you have to pinch yourself the job that he's been able to do as a sire? Oh, I do, mate. Yeah, I'm just very, very honoured to have gone from the wheelers, and um, yeah, as, as a stud dog, he's just been sensational. Paul, uh, George Ferruja, mate, how are you? Uh, hey, George. I hope all is well, mate. Um, just on, on Fernando Bale, I watched a couple of his replays on the Grain of the Year night and it, it just uh, just uh, went back in the memory bank on how good he was. I mean, he'd lead by three or four lengths to the corner. Was there any doubt in your mind that he would become as successful as he is? I mean, there was always um, question marks, I suppose, until they produced. Yep. But did, was it just a lay-down misere for you that he'd be a champion stud dog? Well, he ticked all the boxes, but um, like you said, until they've done it, they have. You know, you don't know how good they're going to be. But what he accomplished in his first full year at stud was was phenomenal. He had fourteen Group Oneers and uh, Group One winners in two thousand and eighteen, and you know, his offspring's already won um, about twenty two million. So he's yeah, he's an amazing dog. This is off the leash. We're having a chat to Paul Westervel, one of our very best breeders when it comes to greyhound racing. Paul, what does it take? to be a stud master and be at the top of your game like you have been for so many years in this sport? I think just the, the um, rapport we have with the public. I think, you know, we, we're very professional. We take it seriously. And, you know, when, when people pay for their sub service, they get all their paperwork, you know, very quickly. And, you know, we're friendly and we try to do everything to make everyone happy. And, you know, that, that, that's well, well, not much more you can do, I guess. Now, Paul, it's it's I suppose, um, like you just said, it's really not as simple as just preparing a race dog. But I do want to rewind back a little bit, back to Fernando Bale. Do you do you feel proud being the stud master with this with um, Fernando Bale's induction into the Hall of Famer and being Sire of the Year? Does that kind of pull at the heartstrings for you? It does. Yeah, I didn't expect it that quickly. Like he's yeah to win the Australian Grand Sire uh, Racing Club Sire of the Year and, and uh, do that in his first full year at starter just doesn't happen like that you know he just set the world on fire as soon as his offspring hit the tracks and and so many of them and he's already got sons at start and you know he's just done made it now over 600 bitches he's just yeah just becoming more and more popular 
Um, Paul, you've got another champion stud dog there. Well, you've got a few, but Basha Bale is another one I want to talk about. His uh, progeny recently ticked over for $10 million in prize money for 2019, looking to eclipse his uh, record of $12 million last year. Now, he's recently retired from stud duties. How's he going, um, not uh, being a stud dog anymore? And, and how did you make that call to retire him as a sire? Uh, it was a tough choice, but that's, that's what happens when they hit a certain age and they can't go on anymore. Um, he's been so great to us, Barsha Bale, and he's living his, his life out with us as a pet at home, and he's still with the other boys, and he, he still wants to go and could be a part of the collection. So we, we put him in the car and take him for drive sometimes, so he still thinks he's, he's, a, he's a stud dog, but, um, yeah, he's just loving retirement at home at our house. And Orson Allen can't wait for him to make his statement off the track. How do you think he will go as a sire? Well, he ticks every single box. So I'm just hoping he's he's breeding Casey and all. He's been a sensation at start. And and his mother, obviously, the sister of Barsha Bale, who's, we know how well he's he's produced. So he's got the pedigree. I love his temperament. His temperament's superb. He's settled uh, into the kennel straight away. He's clean. He's Beautiful, absolutely, yeah. Couldn't speak any more highly of him, and for him to win, um, yeah, the, the, the group dog of the year was was a massive honour for the Wheelers, and and yeah, I'm just just blessed that we get get offered these sort of dogs. It's just yeah. Hey, I've got to pinch myself, like you said earlier, all the time. Paul, you keep on doing what you're doing, and well done with Fernando Bale. He's a he's a He's a punter's favourite now. He's a breeder's favourite, and uh, you've been leading the charge. In this particular way, how you breed a greyhound. So well done and thanks very much for joining us here on RSN Central and Off the Leash. My pleasure. All the best. There's Paul Westerveld, one of the great breeders. You're not far behind, Georgie. Not oh, no, far he's behind. more the stud thing. I, I usually have the females at yes. home. I reckon I've helped put uh, um, him Paul's, on the map. Well, no, he, his kids through school, the amount of uh, vials <laughs> I've bought off Paul. Uh, but he's a terrific guy, and I can vouch for the fact that they are very professional in what they do, and they've got two absolute guns. And I think Orson Allen will probably head in the same direction. Well, this man was crowned the country's leading trainer on Friday night. He took out the National Sprint Championship for the second year running. His name is Chris Hulse, the king of WA, and he joins us now. Good morning to you, Chris, or afternoon. Chris, thanks for joining us here on Off the Leash. You're with Molly Haynes, Georgie Farooja, and Gareth Hall. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, thanks, mate. Jeez, do you have to pinch yourself on another wonderful year, highlighted, of course, by another National Sprint Championship with Premier Share there on Saturday night? Yeah, for sure. No, it's, uh, it's been amazing. It was an amazing weekend, and, yeah, no, just, you know, think yourself lucky it's all happened to you. Now, Chris, it's Molly here. You probably feel like you can't get away from me. I attacked you on Saturday night, and, <laughs> and now you're back talking, talking to us now. But, look, obviously it was a fantastic win and an emotional one for your family. But can you talk us through what's next for Premium Share? I do believe he's heading over to Victoria shortly or this week. Yeah, look, you know, you know, Molly, you know the rules around, around this place, especially um, Linda's the brain trust and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. So between uh, Linda, Jeff and Robert, they'll, they'll probably work something out and... I do believe he's heading to Sydney for the million-dollar chase. And, Chris, Premier shares a special greyhound for your family especially. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? Yeah, look, when my old man passed away, uh, I was just sort of born at the same sort of time. and um, yeah, It was good, for my, good therapy for my mother more than anything else because they all had to be supplemented and um, you know, every four hours shift feeding them. and Yeah, it's just one of those things you do when you've got pups. But it's sort of... 
occupied her mind and uh, helped everyone through it. And uh, yeah, look, she calls them their little lifesavers. That litter, so uh, yeah, it's uh, they're just little little great stories to go with it as well. So, and as I said at the start of the show, that it's a it's a bonus that they run quick, but they they become they they become more than than, than greyhounds that race to to people that are involved in in with these animals. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you get attached to all of them, you know the slow ones as well. Don't worry, you and you've seen them. Yeah, you know, when they come up, when you've seen them born and you rear them and you break them in and do things like that, they sort of become part of the network that you're in. And you know, I'm always accused for hanging on to dogs too long by Linda, and you know, I, you know, probably even their old brood bitches when they retire get accused of hanging on to them too long. You know, so um, you, know, you, you want to keep them all respect nearly. But uh, you know, that's racing. You have to move them on now and again, and you know, um, yeah, they just become part of you. Now, Chris, the tables have turned. I said to you on Saturday night, I felt like you've gone soft since I've moved over here. <laughs> I worked along uh, Chris and Linda for, for about 17 years and whenever I would um, get involved with the pups in the yard, they used to call them mollified. They thought they were they were too sooky. So it's good to see that Chris has taken over the sook factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it, Molly. Uh, yeah, you do get attached to them. And um, yeah, you, you still got yeah, to have your way with them a bit. You know, like um, keep them, you know, tuned in and things like that in the yards and that but you know you know it's like cutting nails and worming pups and doing that all the time it's uh, a lot of hard work and you you know it's, it's good fun though chris um congratulations on your award obviously uh, becoming australian uh, trainer of the year tell us a little bit about the team behind you because every time we speak to people who win these type of awards always uh, congratulate the team they've got behind them oh for sure we got uh, we actually got a real close Network of people through the kennel, you know, like Luke's been with us for nine or ten years. Um, Gareth knows Luke really well. Um, Molly knows Luke even better, probably. <laughs> and um, mm. you know, Linda's sort of, you know, obviously the brain trust behind it all. And you know, is we've got like three or four full-time workers, you know, and part-time staff that show a real keen eye on on the dog, which is really good. And um, a group of people behind you that as your owners, uh, like Molly's mum and dad. Uh, been, been with us for donkey's years as owners and Gary and Craig Weston and then they're all, they're all there on the, for the award which is really good that, that night and um, you know, everyone's pretty close, everyone sort of gets together quite regularly and Gary comes out and walks his dogs every, his dogs every Wednesday morning, comes out and walks all the brood bitches and all the dogs he's got here and you know, just it's a really good network. Now, Chris, um, just just quickly, I believe now you've turned into training people how to be um to be runners because Luke Townsend actually did the city to surf on the Sunday after the nationals. Do you have any idea how he went? How's the training method there? Well, I reckon he must have gone too hard. He, he, he was a bit slow yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he it, it hurt him. I know that. Um, he had to have a few Jack Daniels to sort of nullify a few pains yesterday. So. Um, and we had we didn't have to trial, so we had the afternoon off, so it was good. He's a good judge, Chris. Who's your best greyhound at the moment in your kennels? Obviously, premium share. Um, he, you know, like he's a very complete dog. Um, he, he's very quick to start with, and um, yeah, he's got he's got good good, good manners. You know, he, they always say good dogs have good good manners and. He hasn't got he hasn't got any faults. He he just does everything how you want him to do at home. So um, yeah. you know, 
I'd love to put them all over all the bitches we breed with because if you could throw that into all of them, it'd be real good. Maybe Kiss Me Linda or she, <laughs> she's still got another couple hey. of starts left in her. Of course, I part own Kiss Me Linda. <laughs> Finals in the Perth Cup. Same maybe. breeding, Gareth. Same <laughs> breeding, yeah. Exact same They'll crop. They'll end up basically. with six legs. <laughs> have they got Miana blood in them, Halsey, or not? Yeah, they have. Oh, They're beauty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few offers over here these days. <laughs> I, um, the, um, <laughs> the, the, the breeding is... Um, Shed Equity was a Brett Lee, um, West, West on Bluebird, yeah. who was a full sister of Miata. And then, that, yeah, we Paul, Paul, uh, Paul Stewart had a lot of success with that cross as well, you know. And um, we actually bought, Molly's dad bought a dog and we bought West on Bluebird. On Ophiliac, were, I believe that dog's name was. Love yeah, red it. wine. Scooby. That's it. <laughs> yeah, they, um, we bought them when Paulie was still um, in Sydney and... Um, yeah, I sent Quinny around to pick out the pups for us, and we picked out a red corn dog and a black bitch, and okay, it was a great. It, they were both good. The um, the Western Bluebird's just been a great producer, you know. So lots of Times Square, Pepper Fire, Shared Bonus, Shared Equity. It's just there's a whole, whole heap of them you could rattle off, and um, we bred on with the the Spy on Akita bitches and things like that, and probably all Linda's doing more than anything. She's got the brains trust behind all the breeding, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's been good to us. Have you got any winners for us, Halsey, coming up? Just one will do. <laughs> we won't tell anyone over here now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, like, I actually like the last model, Kiss Me, kiss me Linda's sister tomorrow night. So. Okay. Jot that yeah. one down, Mikey, for us. <laughs> hey, Chris, congratulations. Trainer of the year. I know it's a, a team, team effort, but you've done a wonderful job leading the charge along with uh, Linda. Thank you very much for joining us on RSN Central. No worries, Gareth. Thanks for everything. Good on you, mate. There we go. There's Chris Hulse. Okay, let's quickly go through the best bets. Now the of winners, the week. winners are grinners. Yes. Twenty-five grand was put on at two dollars thirty on Neo Cleo. Georgie. Twenty-nine twenty-eight. Was over pretty quickly. They oh, would have been gosh. quite happy with that bet. <laughs> now there was also ten thousand dollars put on at two dollars fifty at zipping on zipping gallon. I should say at Sandown on the same day. Did you watch that one, Georgie? I did. Uh, a trainer of mine, Ian Cockrell, uh, lobbed nice and close and was too good for them. So that certainly wasn't my money, but well done to those punters. <laughs> Better luck next time. Newtown Angel, 20,000 at 3.8 from his third at Warrnambool. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> and a round of applause, 500 at $14 on Talk, Talk, Talk at Cranbourne and 500 $10 on Perry the Fairy. I love that name, I have to say. When yeah. I typed it out, I really enjoyed it. Perry the Fairy. <laughs> and like the it. litter of the week, please, Georgie. Yeah, Mapunga Blazer out of a, a female called Envy Heist, who was a, a constant free-for-all chaser at uh, at the Meadows, especially. She was a very, very good bitch. Uh, she ran third to Elevated in the Group 1 Sapphire Crown. She raced against the likes of Poke the Bear and Uphill Jill. She's bred by uh, good people in the game, Sonia and Craig Davis, who bred Speed Star, who uh, made uh, numerous Country Cups finals. and. Big Still litter racing too. Now. Yeah, well, this litter's gone to, like you said, Mapunga Blazer. So there's 10 pups in this litter, six males and four females. I love watching this greyhound race. And I know Andrea Daly, um, who trained her, she was a, a real favourite of Andrea's. Yeah. She was one of those dogs that every time we did the form, Gareth, on a, on a uh, and she was in the quaddy legs, you couldn't leave her out because yeah. she'd always pop up at big odds. She was just one of those chasers. Six dogs and four females, as you said. And Mapunga Blazer's first litters are starting to break in now. Yes, I believe so. And all the reports back are that they're units. They okay. are big, they chase hard, and I suppose that's what you want. Well, that's how <laughs> they need to get around.
around the corner unless they go to Hillsville. That's right. Now, <laughs> Georgie, have you got a winner for us again? Just recap it, please. Uh, what did we have today? We had a few. Sorry, Matt. I forget. I, yeah. <laughs> you, I, you you no, I did have it written down, and I don't know where it's gone. <laughs> well, but I'll do I'll do ra- to... Race 12, number eight, Rio Mia tonight oh, yeah, at Warrigal. Race 12, number eight. You have to I'll have to long. set the alarm. <laughs> hey, Molly, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I'm glad you enjoyed the Nationals over in WA. But don't forget where you where you live right now. No, I won't. Yep. Don't You're worry. I had every, yeah, I had everyone reminding me um, yep. that it was time to come back home. Don't worry. And Georgie <laughs> Faruji, well, you just keep doing what you do. No and worries, And we'll catch up with you tomorrow. It's been a lot of fun on Off The Leash. And for the first time since I've been here on RSN Central, Mikey, we've had both Molly and Georgie. Beautiful. <laughs> Terrific. Now, that's it for RSN Central. I'll be back tomorrow. Another big show. Um, but now it's time to throw to a very special edition. And Andrew Hughes has been sensational. Um, with the Country Notice Board this week. It's been recorded because he was there at the Night of Nights at the Country Racing Awards on Saturday night at the Crown Casino.